0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Jill Ludwig, and with me tonight is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going, Caroline?
1: I am here, and you can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, which is better than like three days ago. That's right,
0: because... Uh, we missed our recording deadline this past week, and we skipped a day. If you followed our Instagram, our Facebook, our social media accounts, mm-hmm. you would have noticed that we posted that a sea witch stole our voice, which was indeed the case.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a rough week over here, right? But we, we've made it through what's hopefully the worst of it. And now I get to sleep for like 12 hours, hopefully. Yeah,
0: a certain preschooler brought something home and knocked all of us out.
1: I mean, we did mildly ask for this by sending her to preschool, but I'd rather her miss a week of preschool than a week of school school. So I will deal with it.
0: So we um, are playing catch up.
1: We were supposed to record like four episodes over the last week, two of which with guests. That we have to reschedule.
0: Yes. Um, We had some awesome shows planned. but um, Instead you get this. Yeah. (laughs) Which is still pretty awesome. We didn't have anything planned for this week. Shh. (laughs) But we do have something planned. It is relevant to our situation from this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to talk about what to do when the adults get sick. Because we talked about... In a previous blog post, we talked about when the kids get sick, you know, what things they need and what to do. But um, as parents, I thought it would be relevant to talk about what to do when the parents get sick.
1: Yep, I can get behind that.
0: It'll be a fun conversation. So let us go ahead and dive in and get started.
2: All
0: right, but before we do that, We have adult beverages in front of us because we are at least partially a craft beer podcast. So, Caroline, what are you drinking?
1: I'm like 95% sure that I'm drinking our homebrew Schwartz beer. I have put it upon myself to drink a lot of homebrew this weekend because we found some homebrew in the basement that we had forgotten about.
0: I did not forget about it.
1: That I had forgotten about. Joe popped one of the bottles in the sink to see if it was okay. And yes, they are still fully carbonated because it went splode all over our laundry room.
0: On the ceiling, on the walls. (laughs) On Joe. A lot on me.
1: (laughs) It was pretty funny for me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's still good. It's still holding up. So I'm trying to drink through our homebrew so we have less beer in the house. But we still have a lot of beer in the house, so good luck to me for that one.
0: Uh, we have a beer event calendar coming in like two weeks.
1: Oh yeah, we really need to clean out some space. I
0: forgot about that. Speaking of cleaning out the fridge, um, I grabbed a Fest, which is a uh, traditional Mertzen-style lager.
1: That's a good one. It's
0: 5.7% ABV, and it's in a can It is very, very tasty Mm -hmm. Uh, So, oldie but goodie I believe we've had this one before On the show We've had it
1: on our Oktoberfest beers episode Where we drank a lot of Oktoberfest beers
0: Yes We've had it on a previous show too Mm -hmm. Previous Oktoberfest show So that is what we are drinking (laughs) So now it is time for what's bugging Caroline and children's TV, where you Caroline tell us all about the lack of physics and logic in children's television. So what is bugging you this week?
1: So I'm going to complain again about how Phineas and Ferb was cut too soon because we recently watched Excaliferb, an episode where everybody's in the middle ages and it's Phineas and Ferb a lot. And it's Parable and Malefica Schmertz and like everybody has different names and they have different things that they do because it's the Middle Ages. And in this episode, they do the Schmertz Evil Incorporated song, except it is Malefica Schmertz Evil Incorporated, but not really a corporation because corporations haven't been invented yet. So it's more like a guild or a tradesmen association. Because it's a cartoon that is very educational, even though it's not supposed to be. And I miss it. (laughs) And at the end, there was an epic, like, fight battle with awesome rock music that reminded me of Tenacious D. Did it also remind you of Tenacious D? You were in and out of the room a lot.
0: Yeah, I definitely had that um, Jack Black vibe. But I'm not really a huge fan of Tenacious D. Like,
1: It's been a hot second since I've seen it
0: Oh, they're they're a legit band
1: I know they're a legit band, but there's also a movie Did you know there was a movie?
0: I vaguely recall a movie But um, I I don't really listen to their music It's not that I'm not a fan of them It's that I haven't listened to any of their music So I don't know if I'm a fan of them But uh, based on Jack Black and his style of singing I've seen School of Rock And I know his singing style Um, which I guess is similar, but probably not. So I don't
1: know. It's the song is Epic Monster Battle and it very much gives me like those kind of vibes or like the devil went down to Georgia, like fighting for your life in a singing competition with the devil or whatever, but it's somebody singing about two people fighting does that make sense? It was pretty cool.
0: It was very silly, which I yeah. guess would maybe define Tenacious D. I would have to listen to them though to to get a full like side-by-side comparison.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see if like they say who sings it, but it doesn't look like they do. No. They don't say who does it. But I liked it. I miss I miss Phineas and Ferb. I mean, we still watch Phineas and Ferb, but like there's only three seasons and there should be like 30 seasons of it by now.
0: There's four seasons. (gasps) Is there? I thought so. There's a bunch of shorts.
1: I feel like it's like three seasons and. We
0: previously talked about
1: this. We did. So we can probably, there's says there's four seasons. We're only in season three right now.
0: Season four is made of a bunch of, like, shorter, like, movies. Yeah. But they just considered it as, you know, a season. Because that's how they have to bill it. Okay, is there anything else that's bugging you this week? No, that's it. So, Phineas and Ferb, gone too soon. Yes. Part two. And,
1: but not a corporation because corporations don't exist yet, so it's more like a guild or a trade association. Education is fun
0: hey everyone joe ludwig here with the one and only caroline hey before we get to the main topic of today's episode we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the show
1: So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content.
0: To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me A Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now back to the show all right now on to the main part of today's show which is all about um getting sick as an adult now fall is a beautiful time of year in the midwest the trees slowly change color from green to yellow to red to brown and then they fall down because in the In the fall, we fall fall down. down. (laughs) Um, And then around mid-October, we get that first frost, and everything dies. And the weather doesn't know what it wants to do. During the day, it's warm, and at night, it's really cold. Sometimes, there's a 30 degree or more swing between the two. Unfortunately, that means during this time of year, illnesses, illnesses are common. And this past week, the sickness got us. Or more specifically, the kids. But when they don't realize that they should cover their mouth when they cough, when they cough in your face, it's inevitable that the sickness will spread to us, aka the parents. So this episode, we are going to talk about what we, the parents, do when we get sick.
1: And as a reminder... This podcast is not meant to be used as medical advice, legal advice, financial advice, or like anything that we are legally responsible for. This is things that we do that work for us. If you have an urgent medical need or emergency, please stop listening to us and consult a medical professional because we are not medical professionals. End of disclaimer.
0: Assuming you don't live by yourself, the chances of you, the adult getting sick, First is probably slim to none. Um, As soon as one of the kids shows signs of being sick, I immediately go to war with the virus, which some people might
1: find strange. I mean, I'm normally fighting with a toddler or a preschooler on taking their medicine and resting in front of the couch.
0: No, this is before. This is like they like early signs mm-hmm. like probably the night before you know they might have a mild fever or something so immediately i disinfect everything disinfectant wipes bathroom sinks toilets shower door handles strip the bed sheets if it's early enough for that and if we have extra seat sheets available so I, I immediately go to work. I disinfect everything that I can possibly think of, and you know, to try to snuff the virus out.
1: Ideally, we would throw the children into a bubble and say, "This is your home now." But something about CPS and
0: we have a sunroom.
1: We do have a sunroom, but like needing to like actually take good chair good care of the children. Sixty six
0: degrees out. It's not freezing.
1: Eyes, like. If it wasn't going to be a pain and a half to get the recliner from the library into the sunroom, I seriously debated sleeping in the sunroom with Elliot when his croup was the worst. It wasn't cold enough
0: for Elliot though.
1: It was not cold enough. But
0: For Lily, so Lily so um the sickness that we are talking about, by the way, is not COVID. No. I should I should say that.
1: We're like ninety five percent sure the children got croup. And Lily still has a cough that sounds relatively croupy.
0: So croup is a uh, virus, an upper respiratory virus that um, infects the uh, the vocal cords. I guess uh, it uh, makes them swell. And kids, they have small vocal cords, so that it affects them the most. So it irritates their throat and it makes them cough. And because their vocal cords are so small, um, it makes them makes their cough sound like a barking seal.
1: It sounds terrible. It sounds very scary,
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But most of the time, it, it is, um, quote, mild.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, especially when your son goes hoarse and you can barely hear him cry in the middle of the night. So you're like oh my goodness, are you crying? Are you not crying? And then it's, oh no, you in fact are crying. But this is as loud as your cry gets now because you lost your voice.
0: Yes, they will lose their voice. Um, In adults, uh, adults can get it. Um, They don't get the barking cough because everything is bigger about an adult versus a kid. However, um, uh, the the same virus tends to produce uh, laryngitis. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, In adults, which is how you and I lost our voice. Yeah. Temporarily, at least. And we still have coughs, but we're not contagious or anything. Um, You can probably still hear it in my voice, at least, as well.
1: Mm -hmm. You're a little bit lower than usual.
0: Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) But immediately when the kids get sick, it's usually them. They get sick first.
1: Yeah. And then they cough directly in your face or drink out of your water or do something before you see all of the signs that they're sick. That then means that you better lock your immune system down so you don't get it as bad as they do. Yeah.
0: So, um, our friend in those situations is Herbal Tea. We, uh, started it was before Lily was born, actually. We discovered the secret menu item and that's at a at Starbucks
1: called the Medicine Ball. And it is no longer a secret menu item. It is now a honey citrus mint tea. Yes. So I go and order a venti honey citrus mint. I've ordered a lot of those over the last week. Starbucks, you should sponsor me.
0: Yeah, so not a sponsor, but um, this
1: is... And you don't need to go to Starbucks and buy
0: this. um, No,
1: we'll tell you how to make it at home. You should still sponsor us, Starbucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can make it at home. It is basically... Herbal mint tea with one herbal mint tea bag, one herbal peach tea bag with hot lemonade and honey.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like half hot water, half honey. No, half hot water, half lemonade, and then your two tea bags. Yeah. And then just put a spl- splash honey in it. and You stir it all up. And really, now that Lily's old enough to drink, to drink, eat. I don't know. Ingest honey. It's like a solidy liquid. What the doctor actually said to do when she first started getting sick was give her a teaspoon of honey every eight hours to help her throat because they don't really make a ton of cough medicines for children that little. So it's a lot of nose Frida and getting as many liquids into the children as I can. And then as much tea and water as I can get into us as we're running around trying to take care of ill children.
0: If you are a long listener of this podcast, back in December, we got COVID. But again, Lily was the patient zero. Yeah. She was the first one to get it. She was the first one to recover.
1: And we were slowly recovering as she was bouncing off the walls in the house. And that
0: was the case this week as well. First one to get it. First one to recover. Yeah. And um, I took off this week. It was like a fall vacation or whatever. And I had a ton of stuff planned. Uh, I knew that I would have two kids to babysit or whatever. But I had a ton of stuff planned um, as far as what I wanted to do. Stuff around the house, you know. Typically, Elliot reliably naps.
1: A good two or three hours a day.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lily goes to preschool. So... You know, typically throughout the day that that's ba- basically one kid you have to worry about, you know, at one time, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, by the time, you know, in the morning, Elliot will wake up, you know, Lily will be gone, Elliot will wake up, there will be one kid and we'll go pick Lily up. It'll be two kids for a little bit, maybe an hour, and then Elliot will go to bed for a nap around 1 12 12 or 1 so that'll be just me and Lily supposedly usually Uh, however (coughs) Elliot was sick and um, he did not want to nap I mean he wanted to nap he just couldn't nap
1: and like he wants to nap with (coughs) you and on you at the moment instead of in his own bed (coughs) because usually I can be like hey night night little dude gently toss into bed and run away and he will put himself to bed and be like peace out mom but it's been a lot of rocking to bed back to bed in the middle of the night which means that I get very little sleep because we're up every two or three hours picking a kid to rock back to bed
0: yeah when they cough <laughs> because they have a cough and because they're congested and because we can't give them medicine for that specific symptom and they don't make it for the kids that young these days. I thought they made cough medicine that young. I don't know. M- maybe not.
1: I also didn't like Super Look the Shelves. I mean,
0: back in our day, they had that coating stuff.
1: Oh yeah, that was good stuff. And I yeah, I'd be nervous about giving that to the kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, back in my dad's day, they gave him Jägermeister.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll cure anything. <laughs>
0: Uh, like if he was like really sick, you mm-hmm. know, but
1: so for us, lots of tea, and then, when we are able to eat food because we have been able to break away from the children long enough to actually cook something or order something, our go to's are grilled cheese and soup, usually tomato, but when everybody's feeling well not feeling good, chicken noodles usually a little bit better. And we now have a pho restaurant that is near our house. And that is that is our newest go-to when we're all sick. It's let us pick up some pho from down the street. And,
0: and what is pho?
1: So pho is a Vietnamese beef broth-based soup where it's a choose-your-own-adventure with your meats that you put into it and your veggies that you put in it, and sauces. So we like to put in a fair amount of sriracha and jalapenos when we're not feeling well, so we can try to spice the illness out of us. They
0: provide the jalapenos.
1: They do, but it's like choose your own adventure as far as which how many of them you want to put in, and how much of the sauce that you want to put in.
0: And it, the meat is typically
1: it's like cooked, medium rare, cooked rare, because then it cooks fully in the soup. And for the first time, Lily actually got to have some because she refused to nap while we were eating our pho. And so we portioned some off for her before we super spiced it up. And she was a huge fan.
0: She just had the noodles, though.
1: She mostly ate the noodles, but when she did eat the broth, she was a big fan of it. So we've got, got a fancy pants little girl on our hands.
0: Well, she was using chopsticks, too.
1: Yes. Mommy was using chopsticks to eat her noodles and veggies. So Lily wanted to use chopsticks to eat her noodles. And she ate some noodles with her chopsticks, just not the way you typically use chopsticks. But she's also three, so we'll get there.
0: She was, she was doing better than me, at least.
1: I did not say that, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't really use chopsticks, though. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing is hot showers and humidifiers.
1: Yeah, so we originally... we. At some point we had two humidifiers, but one of them I did not feel like cleaning anymore because I cleaned it and 24 hours later I needed to clean it again. So it wasn't worth my time. So we were down to one humidifier, which was a problem when there were four very First world problems. Yes. When there were four very sick people in the house. So I managed to break away for about an hour to do a Target and Bed and um, Bath and Body Works run. I picked up a bunch of soap. Because we needed more soap to make sure all of our hands could be clean and still be kind of soft. And bought two humidifiers, a bunch of Baby Vicks. I think you specifically said buy a lot of Baby Vicks. I bought three.
0: What's the difference between Baby Vicks and Vicks? Are we getting duped?
1: I don't think that it's as intense, which is better for them because their skin is very sensitive.
0: Because you rub it on the skin, it's...
1: Yeah, you rub it on their skin, and they can potentially ingest it, so you don't want the like super strong stuff that we use.
0: Because, is this a, is this like an old wife's tale? Because I remember doing this for Lily. You were supposed to, I heard, I don't know where I heard it. Probably
1: for me, and I heard it from someone, I think multiple someones at work.
0: You put it on their feet?
1: Yeah, so someone told me that. Like, I wasn't feeling well, and they said, rub Vicks on your feet, and then put socks on.
0: Is that... Does...
1: And the first time I did that, it worked like a champ. Every time after that, not so much. So I don't know how much of that was the placebo effect um, and how much of it was actual science.
0: So do humans um, absorb
1: stuff? Like if we
0: rub stuff on our skin, does it go into our bloodstream? Yes. It does? Yeah. Like sunscreen and lotion and...
1: Some stuff absorbs better than others, but yes. Like, there are some medications that you apply topically because they need to get into your bloodstream.
0: So is that why that that works? So you rub it on your feet and it that's the furthest of place away from your heart?
1: I don't know. It makes... Like, because it's really supposed to be something that you smell because the smell is what's supposed to help break up all the gunk in your nose and your throat. I don't know. So we now have a humidifier for... Every bedroom, and the the big one lives in our bedroom because our bedroom's the biggest
0: and all the rage these days is cool mist
1: oh yeah, that's what you want you want a cool mist humidifier and then the so the humidifier that lives in our room will come down to the living room if everybody is super sick well I Even mean in the back in the, back in our
0: day it was it was steam they had the vix it was the vix brand
1: so they still sell the hot steam humidifiers but like the cool mist is way safer from like a if this accidentally spills or gets ran into by a child perspective
0: so it's just like a safety thing versus uh this works better than this thing
1: yeah i think they work about the same but because in addition to the humidifiers we'll just we'll steam up the bathroom so if somebody's sounding super coffee we'll be like Okay, you're going to go into the small bathroom, we're going to blast the shower on hot, and you're just going to stand here for 20 minutes. Yes. Not in the shower, but in the bathroom. Good luck.
0: I mean, we're, we hold them.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> and then I can't see anything because my glasses get all foggy.
0: <laughs> we don't turn on the fan either.
1: No, you don't turn on the fan because the steam is what you want.
0: And we close the door.
1: Yeah. And the kids are usually like, why are we in here? And then their noses just start running. And we're like, this is why we're here. i you out. <laughs> So humidifiers and steam are a big thing. Um, Staying hydrated as much as possible. So trying to drink as much water or juice, whatever you can get in your system is other than like, well, don't do shots and shots of liquor, but like you can make yourself a hot toddy, um, which is hot lemon, hot lemonade with a shot of bourbon, but like drinking as much water or juice or Gatorade as you can to try to. Flush out your system.
0: Uh, So the other. Items that I said. Is uh, vitamin D. A.K.A. Sunlight. Mm -hmm. So if you can. um, If the weather permits it. And you permit it. Being sick and all. Go take a walk.
1: Or just sit outside on the front porch in the sun.
0: If you have like a. Fence in backyard, you know, you can take a walk in the backyard mm-hmm. or um, we have a sunroom so we can sit in the sunroom and stuff. Uh, there's also uh, vitamin C, which um, it's very prevalent in orange juice. On um,
1: well, like in the vitamin C realm as well, they have like emergency and like all of these over the counter like, oh, you're starting to feel sick. Here is this thing that you can take that's a boost of vitamin C to help your immune system. Whether or not that stuff works, I... Don't
0: Don't ask us, ask a doctor.
1: Yeah, I have very mixed results with those. So I... That is definitely not a go-to. Definitely orange juice and like hot lemonade. Stuff that will like help your throat. Versus this, oh hey, I found this thing in the pharmacy aisle.
0: Yeah, definitely do not ask us about, like, buying supplements or any of that. Mm -hmm. We do not provide medical advice. Um, And then the final thing on the list
1: is um, sleep. If you can get it. Right. My biggest problem is that I'll be taking care of the kids. They won't nap at the same time. So I'll attempt to nap in like the half hour when both of them are napping. And right before I fall asleep, one of them wakes up and then is very active. And I'm like, there went my nap time. (laughs) I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go to bed as soon as the last one of them goes to bed. And then an hour and a half later, one of them is up. Okay, Bob, let's go back to bed. Sing some songs. Half an hour later, he's sleeping again. I go back to bed. Two hours later, Lily's up. Okay, let me get you back to bed, girlfriend. Go back to bed. An hour later, Elliot's up again. It's very interrupted sleep.
0: This is at night?
1: This is at night, yeah.
0: Lily doesn't wake up, does she?
1: When they were sick, yeah.
0: When they were sick. Yeah, yeah, but Lily's been better for a while.
1: Lily's been better for a while, but Elliot has... There was one night where I attempted to sleep with him in the armchair and it worked for about three hours until he got way too warm in that armchair and we
0: slept in the pillow bed.
1: Yeah. Joe slept in the pillow bed on the floor in his bedroom because he sounded terrible. His cry was very pathetic and you could barely hear it. little dude just was not feeling it.
0: Like we almost went to the... I almost took him hour. to
1: children's overnight and I was like, it's not going to make any different going to children's overnight and hanging out there in the emergent, in the waiting room for three hours with a kid that all he wants to do is sleep when all the lights are on. Then toughing it out through the night because he's, he's breathing okay. It's not great, but he's breathing okay. Not enough that I'm super worried about it. I will just sleep with him all night. So I know that he's okay.
0: And his fever was under control too. Yeah,
1: his fever was under control. He wasn't super, super grouchy. And the big thing to look out for with small children is their chest movement and making sure they're not taking big sucking breaths in. And he was not doing that. Because that's how you know that they're getting oxygen deprived. Or like their airway is super constricted as if their breathing changes in their chest. Specifically their stomach. And then the next morning we got a doctor's appointment as soon as we could which I want to say was like I called them at 6 o'clock in the morning because I was like, I don't even care. I will talk to the nurse even though I'm not going to – like I won't wait for the doctor's office to open. And she's like, well, this doctor has an appointment at 7.30. And it was like 6.15. And I was like, yes, I will take it. I am getting in the shower now. (laughs) And then I will load up Elliot into the car. But I was also very proud of Lily when I took Lily to the doctor's office – Because Lily got sick first and she went to the doctor first. And because she's three now and she definitely was not feeling well, they weren't enforcing it. But the expectation was that she would at least attempt to wear a mask so she doesn't get other people sick. Because there are a lot of older people that go to our doctor's office. And them getting this would not be good. So we get to the door and we're about to walk in. And I talk to Lily and I'm like, hey, Lily, you see how mommy's wearing a mask right now? Lily's going to wear a mask too, but it's going to be a Lily sized mask because Lily's not feeling well and we want to make sure that we don't get other people sick. So we're going to wear a mask so we don't get other people sick. And um we can keep all of our germs to ourselves and we can keep other people healthy. And she said, "Okay, mom." And she wore her mask like 90% of the time while we were there. She had a few goof ups at the beginning and then she was fine. She pretty much understood that like, this is to help make sure that other people don't get sick. And I was very proud of her.
0: Even in the waiting room and not, I mean, even in like the individual room, she wore it,
1: mm-hmm. but she was like, we were lax about it. Like she had at one point, she like, she was like, I want to suck my fingers. And I was like, well, can we suck a food pouch instead? Cause really you need to get some food. And she said, yeah. And so she had a food pouch and she didn't wear a mask while she ate her food pouch. And, like, we would take it down and we would, like, play tongue games with each other. It's like going, mmm. But, like, when the doctor was in there and when the nurses were in there and when we were in the waiting room, she was really good about keeping it on her face, covering up her mouth and her nose.
0: All right. So is there anything else you want to say about what to do when the adults get sick?
1: I wish you luck. (sighs) Take all the porch deliveries that people offer you.
0: No one offered us anything.
1: Mom did. And then she got sick.
0: <laughs> oh. My mom got sick too.
1: <laughs> and she wasn't even around the kids. That one is not on us. She was. When did she see the kids?
0: Um, That Friday. A week ago. But that's like a week incubated.
1: Yeah. that She got sick way too late for that to have been from the kids. That was way too late.
0: But your mom got sick late too. If that was the case.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did not really get her around the kids either. Like keep people away from the sickness as much as possible. So you don't spread it. Cause when we figured out that Lily had croup, I no, it was when Elliot was really bad. And I posted on Facebook, I was like, yep. So we've been hit with a sickness really bad. Like Elliot has croup. I'm going to be sleeping in the recliner with him all night because poor boy can't catch a break. And, I'm really worried about him. Within 20 minutes, three different friends posted on it saying that they had been to Children's with one of their children in the last two weeks because of croup.
0: First time moms though.
1: <laughs> no, two first time moms and a second. And it was their, yeah, no, I guess it was their oldest, but they got two kids and that Children's told them that croup was the worst that they had seen in almost a decade this year. RSVs hitting kids real bad this year too. If you're sick, stay home. Yeah, The goal with preschool was to get some of this stuff knocked out when Lily was three and four and Elliot was itty bitty. So when Elliot goes to preschool and when Lily goes to school school, we're all taken out a little bit less. But we'll see what happens.
0: Knock on wood. That might be naive.
1: It probably is. I think we'll
0: get knocked out every year. In October. And so the bad thing about what happened um, this week is that we missed Halloween.
1: We did miss Halloween. Lily Lily got to help pass out candy and wish kids a happy Halloween. And she said that she wanted to go trick-or-treating. And I said, honey, you're not feeling very good. We want to share the joy and spread candy, not our germs. So we're going to stay in. We're going to stay home. 'Cause like she was doing mostly better at that point, but like she had still popped a fever that day. Elliot definitely was not up for even just getting pushed around the stroller in the neighborhood. So I was like, nope, we're just gonna stay in the house. And pro tip, if you want to save half of your Halloween candy, don't sit out on your driveway and hand out candy. Stay in your house. Because half the children will pass your house even though you have blow ups and your lights are on. And your windows are open. Like, your blinds are open. Like, people will just wander by.
0: Yeah, we have a very big window in the front of our house uh, with blinds. And then on Halloween, we opened them and we had the lights on. Like, I waved at people.
1: Like, like, hi, we're here. Like, we have candy. Like, okay.
0: I mean, but our TV was on. Uh, you know, the kids were watching. They were watching Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island.
1: Yeah. Some good Halloween stuff.
0: Which is a animated Scooby-Doo movie.
1: Yeah, so we'll have to decide if we're doing these same Halloween costumes that we did not wear at all this year or next year. Or if we just now have weird outfits that we can wear whenever. Because they're not like traditional Halloween costumes. It's regular clothes that I repurposed into Halloween.
0: We'll still stuff. have to have a picture. We can pretend like it's a Halloween picture.
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait till the grandparents get better and then we can go trick or treat at their houses.
0: Uh, there's something else I wanted to say. Um, all this week when I was home with Lily, you have this uh, wooden circle that says, What does it say? Which is Brewers? Yeah,
1: which is Brew. It's a wooden door <clears throat> hanger that I painted.
0: And it's been windy and it's been knocking, you know, the wind comes and it knocks on the door. Mm hmm. And every time that happens, Lily rushes to the door and says, (laughs) trick-or-treater? Yeah. Because she doesn't, I guess she didn't understand that, you know, it's only one night a year that trick-or-treaters come.
1: Yeah, it was really cute. And, like, I was bummed that she missed her Halloween parties at school because they did one on Thursday and one on Friday because the kids aren't all five days a week. And so she would have gotten two Halloween parties at school. But it is what it is. I she,
0: she missed a lot of school.
1: Yeah. And this is, this is the second time this year that one or both of us have taken a week off of work. And the kids have thanked us for that by getting sick. Because the well, kids did that in April. And then they did it this week.
0: And the week between Christmas and New Year.
1: Oh yeah
0: I took off the week between Christmas and New Year So
1: we're not allowed to take a whole week off That is the (laughs) lesson that I have learned
0: Yes That is the lesson that I have learned as well So that was in April
1: Yep Because that was was like right before or right after Easter
0: What about August Were they sick in August too Because we took a week off in August I thought No Am I crazy
1: I don't remember taking a week off in August, but we might have um they they didn't get sick. I know there was there was at least a time or two where we took time off and the kids didn't get sick.
0: Maybe that was the 4th of July. I remember 4th of July um that's when we started hardcore potty training.
1: Oh, yeah, that was there was a few instances too of like, oh, hey, we're going to super hardcore potty train and someone is sick.
0: That was 4th of July. Yeah. So we took a couple of days off for 4th of July. We were hardcore potty training.
1: So basically don't take time off of work. <laughs> or at least don't let your children know that you're going to take time off work. Just stealth. Take time off work. I don't know. It, they're kids. The biggest thing that I've told new parents is... Or, like, people that are debating whether or not they want to have kids. As long as you are willing to be flexible, like, you're fine. If you're one of those people who are like, this is my schedule and I'm going to stick to it. This is what we're going to do this week. And this is, like, no matter what, this is what we're going to do. You're going to have a bad time. (laughs) But if you're willing to say, okay, this is option A, B, and C for what we're going to do. And know that we might have to go with option F because something happened along the way, you're fine. Because there's times where like, oh, let's go out to dinner tonight. Oh, well, one of the kids refused to take a nap today. So us going out would be a terrible idea. I guess we'll order in food or find something here to make. Um. So just being willing to roll with the punches. And definitely stay hydrated. Hydration is key. And while you have to like get yourself together before you can so you can better care for the kids when everybody's sick you kind of just have to get the kids better and then you can get you better because the kids don't know how to be sick Lily's getting better about being sick but Elliot still has some learning to do
0: Elliot is so clingy it's
1: because he loves you so (laughs) much and he has no idea what he wants no
0: all right so now it is time for joe's dad joke of the week caroline yes what did the doctor say to the man who got sick at the airport i don't know what don't worry it's a terminal illness. Oh my goodness. so that does it for this week's show thanks so much for listening Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can follow us on all those platforms at Craft Parenting Podcast. You can also get a hold of us via email, which is gmail.com.
1: If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to share the show. It's what helps our show grow. If you'd like to send us stuff such as fan mail, craft supplies, sanity, or sleep, I could for sure use some sleep. We have a P.O. box.
0: And all this information is available on our website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com.
1: That's where we post show notes, plus blog posts about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the podcast.
0: And if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, my handle is at Craft Parenting Joe, and that's where I post pictures of the beer that I drink.
1: And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram and Caroline's Creative Crafts on Facebook. You can also support us with Buy Me a Coffee, which we talk about at some point in the middle of the episode. Yes.
0: And that helps support the show. It helps fund new equipment. It helps fund all sorts of different things that we might be able to do in the future. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your support. And with that, I'm Joe.
1: And I'm Caroline.
0: See you next time on the Craft Parenting Podcast.
2: Bye.
1: Is this what I'm supposed to think guns?
2: You can ask Graham. <laughs> <laughs>